All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What's What VR. We have returning guest Ginger with us from LSU. Ginger, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I am good. Trying to keep up. So for anybody you've been on here, we just talked about it. It's probably third or fourth time. But what's the short version of what you do? you got the long title. You know, well, but, no, my so, time, communications manager is the title. Um, okay. I mean, when you add LSU School of Veterinary Medicine, then it gets it gets uh, rather lengthy. <laughs> So um, I'm responsible for publications, media relations, um, you know, so when reporters, like, you know, want to talk to someone about if fleas are really bad for your pet, you know, or a bad thing, um, I'm the one that connects all those up. And then the website, social media, things like that. Everything. So all the social. So you're the one behind the scenes when people are talking to Mike, right? In social well, media I'm world. also so also uh, tangential <laughs> to my job at the at the veterinary school. I am the spokesperson for Mike Seven LSU's live tiger mascot. So that also involves um, access to reporters. You know, um, especially as football season is gearing up, I'm sure I'll start getting calls, and then handling his social media. Oh, that's got to be a chore. You know, there. It's not that bad. I really like interacting with the fans. I get. You know, it's so funny. I've been doing this for so long and you should you know, never say never. And I'm always like, it's very rare. And this is not a challenge for those listening. It's rare that I get a question that I can't just answer. But every <laughs> once in a while I do. The most recent one of those was someone wanted to know what kind of grass was in the habitat. I know. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. And so we had to, I had to go Green. to facilities and ask. <laughs> and don't ask me right now. I have, though I do have it like bookmarked on my computer somewhere. Like I kept it. But I couldn't tell you right now because I'd never heard of it. And, you know, and it was anyway, that it just kind of amuses me. Every once in a while, I'll get one that I'm like, huh, okay, I'm going to have to check. Yeah. Well, hopefully everybody doesn't see this and start going, okay, here comes the stumble questions. It was not a challenge. No <laughs> gauntlet has been thrown. It was just a. Absolutely. So, yeah, that sounds like something my kids would ask. And I'd be like, it's green grass moving on. You know, that's what yes, you get. Right. <laughs> I mean, and it was like I said. When I think we had posted just a really like a very lush grass picture, and so um, that's what and it was. Just you could just really see how it's always very green. But um, but yeah, I will get asked some some rather interesting things at least a few times a week. Oh well, well, tell me some news over there. We've got the new clinic is opened. You yes, know now, Stevenson and Pet so- Clinic officially opened. We've been the construction has been going on for a couple of years. Um, it's fun when your building is so close to the levee because you're very close to the river and that um, does some amazing things when you're trying to build buildings right next to water. Um, so the Stevenson Pet Clinic is, it's essentially our outpatient services. So it's right in front of, if you're familiar with our building, like, you know, the hospitals on one side, admins on the other, it is right in front of the old, we call the old small animal clinic entrance for the hospital. And it's, it's primary care, dermatology, ophthalmology, integrative medicine and small animal theriogenology, which is reproduction. That's all moved to, I guess now the front. So the really nice new building, it's about 40,000 square feet. And then on the second floor of that building, we have a clinical skills lab. And it's also got offices, but there's a huge space in the center where students can go in. And even as a first year student start like learning how to ultrasound things. So those really kind of practical skills. So we've got a lot of space up there for that. So the students are very excited. And that's something to point out. And sometimes we skip the obvious, but you know, the that school is right. there for students. Schools but in it the also title. Is, yeah. yeah. 
people, I think, you know, it's, it's the best school, but it's the students, you know, they're learning. It's a hospital. It's a full, but it's, it never closes. We talked about it during COVID that people were having right. to be there, you know, do a lot of work, but that's, it's primarily there, I guess, originally, I guess what's their primary for education. And then right. on top of it, it's like, well, if we're going to teach, we need patients. So we might as well right. open it up. And so that's where people are able to go. And that's and- 24 hours a day. And I would say, look, while absolutely schools in the title, we are an educational institution. There are just thousands of people that frankly aren't really concerned about that part. They just want fluffy better. <laughs> and, you know, I, 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 I say this all the time and I, I guess I should figure out if I can back it up, but I'm almost positive that outside of athletics, the vet school has the most non-academic visitors because we get mm-hmm. 21,000 cases come through our door every year. And that's just people that are, you know, and it's not, so that's not 21,000 animals. So if your animal comes five times, it gets, that's five, you know, but 21,000 times a year, people are bringing animals. And that has really, quite frankly, not really anything to do with the school part. Right. So I'm, I don't know if any other place on campus outside of athletics can, can claim that. That's incredible. That's a lot of, that's a lot it's of traffic a, because it's, it's a lot of traffic and of all, and I used and I tell people too, our patients can be two grams. They can be 4,000 pounds. That's so. we've been there because you've got the whole livestock, you yeah. know, it's not, people think, you know, veterinary medicine, but they it's don't think large, I don't think cats. all the time. Love, love me some dogs, but it's all the things we, we treat. I mean, we, one of the things that we say around here is, you know, um, you know, any species, any service, anytime. There are very, very few species that we cannot legally treat. I don't even want to go down that hole. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to skip it. I don't even want to know. No, no, it's, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. So uh, skunks, weasels, and raccoons, because they potentially carry rabies. No venomous mm-hmm. snakes. We will happily take your pythons and your constrictors, but no venomous snakes. Um, monkeys, apparently the rules are very strange and we just don't. Now, that being said, we there are exceptions to some of these things if you're dealing with a zoo um this is more Mm. about privately owned but and then there's a few other things but we've we've worked on a fish before so it's amazing to meet a komodo dragon uh snow leopards kangaroos a fish (laughs) we did an endoscope on a fish and even i even i work at the vet school i love all animals but even i was like it's a fish (laughs) it's a bit there's plenty of fish in the sea So so tell me, not only that, but you guys have, and it was gone for a while, but the garden's back, you know, now, which is... Yeah, so we have, right, we have a teaching garden. Yes, teaching people that there's a lot of things that they may not realize that are Are, really bad for your pets. Are potentially deadly to your pets. And so, well, and it's so funny because we posted, I can't even, oh, I know what it was. It was the sign company that did the signs. So we have a teaching garden in our courtyard. And, and we use it and we use it for teaching. That's where the name comes from. And it is filled with plants that are potentially harmful to your animals. And it is for educational purposes for our students, but certainly other people could come look and uh, rebel. I'll go ahead and get some little plug. Rebel graphics did all the signage because I have little, uh, we have QR codes for each plant so you can scan it and see. And when Rebel Graphics showed it, they got pushback on Instagram. Someone said how irresponsible it was of us to, to plant these deadly plants. And we had to go, no, that was, that was on purpose. Like we, we meant to, it was not, a, it, we didn't accidentally put a sago palm 
you know, uh, in the in the courtyard. We didn't put, we didn't accidentally end up with the Sago palm, and then put right. a sign for a Sago palm. It was set all up a by QR design, code. right? All of it just happened by accident. Yeah. So you know, so. oleander, um, which I think a lot of people probably know, but it does. Sago palm is the one that I think surprises the most people because it's such a popular plant here in South Louisiana, and so many people have them and don't realize that. If, you're, if your dog doesn't mess with it, it's probably fine. But if they eat, especially the seed pods, um, which I think only the female plants have, and we've had some that, that got in and ate, like, or, like dug it up and ate the root ball, they, it can cause organ failure. They're very, very dangerous. Oh. Well, I think that's something people need to know. I think we talked before, you know, like the, was it the, um, the Christmas, the... Um, oh, the poinsettias, and yeah. Poinsettias are bad. You know, yeah. you want to keep those away. So when everybody puts them on the fireplace. So, but jumping, you know, from super cold Christmas, hot. Yeah, it's hot. stinking hot right now, right? Um, animals can have a heat stroke too. And yes. sometimes and, people don't think about that. And I would thing. say they're probably even more susceptible because they don't sweat. So, and they have fur. And they have fur. <laughs> well, and you know, it's, it's a pretty simple thing. If it's too hot for you, it's too hot for them. Um, and so you have to make sure that if they, if they are outside, you know, that they've got adequate shade, adequate water, we have to remind people, you know, maybe a stainless steel water bowl is not the best choice <laughs> if, if it's going to be outside. Um, but you have to think right. about these things and make sure the water's in the shade. And, um, and I know a lot of people love to exercise with their pets. Um, I think that can be beneficial for both, but you need to be aware of the fact that it's hot and they don't mm -hmm. sweat. And so frankly, we don't recommend you exercise outside with your dog, like at all during the summer. But if you, if it's something your dog's used to, and it's kind of your thing, then you do it very early in the morning or at least, you know, late, 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 maybe not night, but certainly evening. And remember too, if that cement is hot on your bare feet, your dog's not wearing shoes. So it can burn the pads of their, of their feet. They do make some little booties you can get. Um, I think, um, I feel like our primary care veterinarian um, is like, she's okay with those um, and, and is, is fine recommending them. But as with all things that are different, your dog's got to get used to it. They may not find it comfortable. It's so kind of funny. I've seen, I've seen them that they, they prance with it when they first put them on and they yeah. kind of bounce around. <laughs> So, but if you, but if you do feel like if your dog is excessively panting, um, you know, that's one sign, but like their, like their gums can change color, just cool them down as quick as possible. If you can like get them wet really quickly, but again, be careful if your hose is sitting outside, you may need to let that water run for a second. Cause that first, you know, gush of water could be hot, um, yeah. put cold towel, but you need, I do know you also need to be careful not to cool them down too quickly. Like you wouldn't want to put them in ice. Like mm -hmm. hose is fine. Um, maybe in your bathtub with cool, your bathtub with cool water. Don't try to like ice them down or put them in an ice bath. Cause that would just be too much of a shock to their system and call your veterinarian. I'm, if you're concerned. I think it's also probably worth saying, I'm, you know, I'm no veterinarian, but I know like outside doing yard work, and then coming in and trying to do that big glass of ice water. Mm -hmm. And then like you can cramp up, you yeah. know, because it's so cold. You know, it's like you don't need to get them some cool water. It doesn't necessarily have 
to be to be ice cold, exactly. Ice froze. You know, it's yeah. cooler than outside. It's what we're going for. Yeah. If you yeah, just do that and then get them get them in the air conditioning if you can. And again, like if you're worried, you know, listen to that instinct and contact your veterinarian and see if you need to bring them in. And I think it's you know worth noting, kind of, if you feel like going for a run, that's all you. The dog didn't right. come to you. Your and dog say, did Let's not agree to this. <laughs> You know, you know, you just you might be bringing them along thinking they like it, but you know, just remember halfway through, you still got to come all the way back. So yeah, no, again, some kinda... people like if you have a dog that, especially one that is is bred for that, you know, like I'm thinking like greyhounds and um, you know, Weimaraners and kind of like those more sleek dogs that that are used to running. And look, if you if you do it routinely with your dog and they're used to it, um, you know, that's good. I wouldn't, I, but you wouldn't want to have like you know a big chunky lab that's never gone jogging especially in this yeah big big full coat german shepherd you know that just been usually sitting on the couch all you know week and you decided to go get in shape start that exercise program in the fall right if you're going to start with them then yeah but even even if they are accustomed to it i would just encourage you to do it when it's as cool as it can possibly get you know with the as the range is not a lot this time of year that's i think it's like 9.30 9.30 at night, it's still 88 degrees. Right, so. be, be aware. So so speaking of fall, though, we've got uh, Mike's birthday is coming up. In it is. September, September 13th. September, right? Yeah. He will turn That's... six on September 13th. So that puts him, what, about five years? He's been hanging out with us at right. LSU? We, he arrived, he's 11 months old when he arrived. And weighed 172 so... pounds, and now he weighs 400. All right. I so always joke that we'll take way. your freshman 15. I'll see your freshman 15. And I will raise you, you know, 300 pounds. <laughs> so what is that from your side? Is there anything that happens? Do we do birthday parties? Do we do, you know, cakes? You know, we, get, we get asked that. We get asked that quite a bit. Um, we don't do a party. We did. Um, I think we did a party when he was here for a year, just like as a um, like, hey, he's been here a year. And and look, not to not to sound facetious, but you know, he doesn't know it's his birthday. <laughs> So he's not missing out, but, um, but we do get asked. So what, but what we will do is his caretakers will make him treats. So he'll get like frozen goat's milk and they'll probably do his food and some sort of, sometimes they've made what looks like a cake out of it and they'll put bacon on it. Like we'll do, we'll buy him some extra. I'll end up having to go to a store and which is super fun for me to explain to LSU purchasing why I'm buying, you know, bacon and, and, a, um, and goat's Expensive milk bacon. on LSU's tab. <laughs> On LSU state on LSU's tab, um, but I, it always gets approved, which cracks me up. But because um, it's so odd that I would buy these things, but it was always oh, for the tiger. You know, yes, you may. Um, so they'll make him some treats, and mm-hmm. we'll just announce it. But he's good. That's... There's really no place to have a party. We'd have to have it, you know, on the sidewalk. Outside the habitat. Right outside, one hundred percent outside the habitat. So have you guys seen this? A lot of people, you know, over the summer, does traffic pick up or does, you know, Mike kind of move himself? Like, I'm, it's too hot for me out here. I'm going to go sit because he's got his cool rock, right? Or well, he cool does. He has his, it's a comfort rock. And, but he <laughs> loves those. It, it's so funny because Mike Six was the same way. They love the two front corners. Hmm. Like, if you're not sure where he is, he's in this corner or that corner, but he's in a very, but, and we love the fact because he's a tiger and they're solitary and, he could be in the back under a bush and, you know, but he's up front. 
and he's been, you know, he's in his pool, but I don't think it's any more than normal. Hmm. Well, that's good. So anything, you know, things are getting busy right now. Campus is probably starting to buzz. I guess students have schedules and people are showing up and trying to move in. And do you have a whole nother class? Is it every semester there's a new set of people showing up? Ours is, ours is once a year. So August, um, and we, and our schedule is a little different than, um, I shouldn't say main campus because we're technically main campus, but then, so we say the rest <laughs> of campus. So we start August 15th. So we always start a week ahead of LSU proper and we go a week longer. So our, mm. we will start having orientation next week for our, the class of 2026. Wow. Which will be Mike's next set of caretakers will come from that class. So right now his caretakers graduate 2024. That's what I say. So you've got two, there's two caretakers. We've talked a little bit about yep. it. Just every, to touch every it. two, every two years. So they will graduate 2024. Yeah. If you come in on, on an odd numbered year, you don't get a chance. <laughs> I wonder if people kind of make decisions around that. I don't know. Be well, there's no guarantee but... you're going to get it, but I did have one, I did have one student who, when I gave her a, a prospective student, I gave her a tour and she said that she went, Oh, but I think I'm, you know, whatever. And it was an odd year. She's like, I might wait. And I was like, Oh, hun, do not, you know, apply, you know, go ahead. <laughs> Please get in when you get it, in. Hinge it on, you know, this is a, you know, two people get the job for two years. It's not like you get a lot of chances. And we've talked about that. That's an incredible amount of work and job and responsibility mm -hmm. that those two people are keeping. We talked about it during COVID. You know, Mike still had to eat. You know, mm -hmm. he doesn't know it's Christmas morning. You know, somebody's got to be there. He, it doesn't care the that there was a hurricane two nights before and LSU doesn't have power. That is not his problem. <laughs> but ever, but it's got to be taken care of. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, one of them has well, look, to be within 20 minutes of Baton Rouge at all times. Really? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Well, look, I appreciate you spending some time and kind of filling us in on what's going on. It's super exciting. The new building's open. I no, think yeah, that's very, um, very great. Everybody's going to be anxious to see it and it should be fun with all the nuances that a new building comes with. So best of luck in that area. Thank so. you. <laughs> well, look, we'll have you back on in the fall. I think it'd be interesting to see, you know, kind of what's going on and kind of how things are rolling with the new building. We appreciate no, you swinging back over. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Great. Thank you.